we, we just kind of let it go, especially when we're interviewing cats because we want to know what's about you, man. And like, so now we're live and we're trying to figure out all this stuff about you and see right. where you coming from and your story. That's what we right. want to know. Right. Absolutely, man. Well, thanks for having me, Short. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Man, um, pleasure. Yeah, man. Uh, how long have y'all been doing this? I know we talk about me, but I just I, I would like to be a little more comfortable. How long we've been doing the podcast, man? What, what episode is this? What installment is this? This is episode 81, 82. Oh, well, shit. Congratulations. Y'all. I'm just getting the invite. That's what it is. Yeah, I man. <laughs> that's what's up man congrats that's 80 episodes plus that's amazing that's a whole nba season bro yeah, bro and you ain't lying and getting people on is is a bit of a challenge at time with scheduling and whatnot but as well as we've got all three of us are in different areas you know Eddie's yeah, out in the dmv is. area i'm in the midwest Lloyd's out in vegas so okay making it happen literally across the u.s wow a challenge but it's fun y'all had 80 with it. that's why i'm mad that's with it that's why I'm mad with it. Straight out the trap with it. Whatever you want, whatever you need, it's on tab. Get it. That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. Okay, you chasing clout on no way. All right, all right, all right. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the I'm gonna get in trouble podcast. This shit bangs, doesn't it? Yeah, it banged, bro. I was just waiting in my turn to say that, man. This is going to be one of the littiest episodes. Of, yeah, we're going to get in trouble. I'm not getting Y'all going to get in trouble. Somebody getting in trouble tonight. We're getting in trouble tonight. So, as you can see, I'm one of your hosts. I'm 33% of the I'm a Get in Trouble podcast. Uh, Loy is out tonight. Eddie is having technical difficulties. His camera said he's too ugly. So, it's just been giving him some shit right now. But we got our guest tonight. Big Fred. Everybody give it up for Big Fred. Big Fred. Appreciate you coming on, man. Appreciate you coming on. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all. Whoever clapped at home, I appreciate you the most because thank you. Like, that that just is the best term of endearment. You at home, you ain't had to do that shit. So thank y'all. Anybody that just gave me some love, some virtual love just now. Eddie, what's up, bro? Are you back? You here permanent? <laughs> nah, yeah, the, this, y'all, today is the day, bro. It's all good, baby. <laughs> today is a, so did you already I heard I heard part of it turns you already gave the intro to him. Yep, yep, yep. Just yeah, give him the intro is. and now as everybody can hear Eddie's ugly voice is back on here. Fuck so. you, whore. <laughs> this is, like this is the thing, right? So we normally we normally do interviews on on Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? And then so like I was like, Fred, we gotta get you on a podcast one. He was like, Man, for sure, right now. I'm like, oh whoa, 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 whoa. And he came through <laughs> for me, man. So look, I ain't taking too much Eddie ugly slander. <laughs> At least the next 10 minutes, bro. Because he came through, man. I was supposed to wait. I'll like give months. 10 minutes. I'll give you a 10 are. minute grace period. I'll give a 10 minute grace period. We're good, oh, man. Appreciate <laughs> it. Because when you came, yeah, my man made it make sense for me, bro. So now, I got look, all 66% this is, of y'all. This is this is this the funny part. On a on the group chat, on a group chat yesterday, what was the first thing I said? Yo, fucking y'all better not fuck up my best friend. Y'all better not fuck up my friendship with Big Fred, yo. <laughs> I was like, don't fuck up my friendship with Big Fred, yo. <laughs> but if y'all are real friends with you know nah, you nah, gotta nah. talk shit. This this what it is, right? This is what it is. Fred is shit. one of them. Fred is the nicest nigga in the DMV. I don't know how of I don't know how he does it yeah. at all. He the nicest dude in the DMV. Like he when he meet everybody, he's is everybody like, oh Fred's here. Oh <laughs> my god. Big Fred is hey, here. Yo, oh my god, here. I can't wait to big Fred. 
and that's the dudes. So it be it be weird. <laughs> Sounds like Eddie's got a little bit of hate in his heart. If you got hate in your heart. No, he got some facts in his heart. <laughs> I want to say, listen, bro. <laughs> it be funny though, because every time you bring up Big Fred, people are like, "Oh, I love Big Fred." I have Fred is the only. I said this to Rashawn the other day. I said Fred is the only comic in the DMV that I know that does not have any hate towards him I do, at all. Yo, I do, yo. It just come different ways, man. People, people, everybody hate the same, same rotation. They just don't want to put it out there in public because they feel like somebody mm. gonna be like, "Fred, what?" So mm. they got it. And it's actually worse for me because the hate people got for me is buried deeper than anybody, mm. any other hate for anybody mm. else because they know they mm. can't. It's no comfortable. They don't know where a safe space is for Fred hate. You get that bless your heart hate. That's what it is. Oh, Fred, bless his heart. One day I caught a comic say something. I was talking to him on the phone and he was stressed out and he was like lying about some show and shit. And I was like, yo, um, man, look, like, what can we do, you know, to make it better? He was like, uh... Man, you, he said some shit like, "Yeah, I can't wait till you fucked up, man." Fred, the golden child. So I said, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like, yo, he, he, he just let it out. Like it came out. He didn't even know it was coming out. He probably seen it, tried to catch it. It was too late. That's how right. you know he's been saying it in his basement. Oh no! Oh, every, time, every time somebody say something to my face, I'm like, "Okay, what, what have you said behind my back, bro?" Yeah, <laughs> damn. Oh man! Shout out to the queens too. I seen the queens on man. I, I told you I ain't gonna pay too much attention, but I seen them. You know what I mean? So yo, we will. Woo Woo's the homie, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Queen Rashawn, Tiffany's Woo-Woo. on. We were talking yeah. about Woo Woo last night. Was she more funny? Yeah, 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 yeah. She more funny as the shit. And oh, like, man. you know what I'm saying? But that, and that's, first of all, let's kick it off. Because you got something coming up next yeah. weekend. Yeah. With, for your birthday weekend. Yeah, for the whole birthday, man. We bringing back the uh, the annual situation. Y'all we did one last year. Um, but that's how I started off, yo, with a birthday roast. Um, After I got the, my neck brace off, that's how I started comedy. And every year you know, we've been able to pick it up. And this year, I uh, partnered with my sis, my comedy sis, and my birthday sis. We share a birthday, Stiletto. Um, okay. Fucking beast. Uh, beast. Amazing comic. So uh, right. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm, super excited. I've booked her for some of my uh, birthday shows in the past as to us both celebrating that day, you know what I mean, together. So uh, for us to go into business together this year is, is, is definitely going to be fire. Dog, so, but you put on, you put on some of the, some of the best shows, bro. Like that's the one thing everybody always talks about is fresh shows. I love fresh shows, man. I love fresh shit. That's another reason why I think a whole record people rock with you so much. Yeah, man. You know Thank man? you, bro. I appreciate it, man. That shit is an art form, man. I look at it like, and and everyone doesn't have to have it. You know what I mean? Right. But the same way how comedy is an artistry for me, I look at just creating the vibe and putting that experience on as an art form as well. So um, they they match up, man, and and we put that vibe out there for people. So that's so how did you? So where did your promotion? Like my promotion stuff comes from Go Go's from DC back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Right. Where did your creativity for promotions come from? Yeah, I love the fact that you said that, bro. Because um, <laughs> I wasn't. I probably wasn't known as the party promoter dude in in, in school or nothing like that. But I was mm. always around the mix. So like even in high school, like the little high school nights when uh. It was professional development or Dr. King birthday the next day. You know right. what I mean? So we got to go to the club. We got that one night. Um, right, 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 right. Things, you know, promoting the parties and, and the vibe. And um, even in college, you know, uh, probably I wasn't a young nigga. Like, I wasn't 18 to 20 doing it. But like after 21, the young adult, when we thought we was doing something because we could drink now, I started right. promoting a little happy hour here and there, had my little vibes. And, and I think I took that same energy, bro, and just moved it forward. We started a non um a nonprofit in college too, and I think 
producing events and stuff like that, you know, promoting it. And I think that had a lot to do with it on the low as well. So hold up, you started your nonprofit in in college? No, so I started my nonprofit little labs two years ago. But in in school, we uh, you know, we was thinking about pledging and stuff like that. All the fraternities right. was, was suspended, so we started um just a, a male organization just to serve and learn. It's called Smooth Strong Men Overcoming Obstacles Through Hard Work. So now it's eleven years old. It's at Cop and Morgan and Temple, and uh, it's, it's it's very successful. But that's why I think that the first we used to create events like you know, uh, uh, fellas cater to the ladies, rub the feet and all that shit, like all kind <laughs> of irresponsible shit at, <laughs> at the time. Cause I ain't rubbing a whole bunch of feet now. You feel me? But it was just hey, yo, the, college, the college to rub the feet drink was oh, too much. Yo, like. I got some pictures stuff way back. <laughs> Joint that was a joint. Tell you, I'm waiting for these niggas to get married. I'm I'm, I'm blackmailing everybody. Bro, bro I I legit. I swear to God. I I remember. I got my feet done. That was the first time I got my feet done. I was I was in college, and I was like, uh, I think I like medicure. I like I like pedicures, dog. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you. I like I like I'm, pedicures now. I'm just mad. Fuck. I'm just mad that you said feet. You got. Oh yeah, feet. I get my feet done, bro. Oh, I get my <laughs> feet done. Hey yo, don't get in my early, stuff. Though, yo, some dudes don't ever get it. You feel me? No, oh, I understand stupid. that. I they're understand stupid. that. But. It would have been. I got my 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 feet done. <laughs> no, 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 no. I got my feet done, bro. I got my feet. It's an S on the end of that, bro. I got. I get it. I listen, when you go twenty something years, thirty some years without getting your feet done, the, they feet down there, bro. That's yeah. not. That's not two feet. That's I feet. Remember, hey, I remember that's layers and layers and layers and layers of dead skin. I got my twenty four, and I was in the military like five six years at that point. So I get it. I still didn't say feet though. <laughs> so Fred, so since we're talking about your nonprofit and you got the one in the back, man, tell us about Little Laughs. You said you found yeah. that two years ago. Absolutely. What? Um, Little Laughs is a uh, a youth development organization. It's comedy infused, which is dope. I can't wait for y'all to um to work with it, man, especially at yeah. in closer proximity. Um, but we we just build kids up. It's an anti-bullying uh, uh organization. So we we kind of <laughs> just fight bullying and its effects from the inside out. So more so just confidence enrichment. You know, we can't go around. I mean, we could go around saying don't bully. That's bad. That's wrong. But ain't nobody yeah, listening to that shit. So with us, just more so working with kids to develop inside where the effects of bullying is reduced opposed to the actual actions. Like that's 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 more the step that we take. So we use comedy, creative writing, that form of expression mm. um, and relatability to to help just like nurture healthy relationships with kids. So I guess uh, the closest thing I have to comparison was I said that for like five dollars, I'd insult your kids bully. Like, where are you guys at with that? You know, you pay me five dollars. I'll go insult the bully to your kid and put that bully down. Oh you guys God. into that type of business with the nonprofit? Are you just I, I, building up? I think the... That goes against bullying, bro. <laughs> oh, so hold so, on. <laughs> so I said, if you got a kid that's being this bullied, pay me five dollars. And I will shoot that bully down with my words. I'll, I'll insult and bully the so bully. So he's going to bully the bully, which yeah. is still bullying, motherfucker. Terrence, but but like Terrence. Fred said, we understand bullying's going to happen. So I just want to know. Absolutely. Absolutely, uh, Mr. Uh, gay, gay with. And, Yo, we was... <laughs> and we are going to call that um, the Terrence Foundation. You, know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, can, you can do that. I don't think it's a bad idea. At all, bro. Like, you know, it's similar to us, but we will never do anything like that. So I, I just need oh, you to, um, you know, just we got to be the change we want to see. So I look forward <laughs> to you, bro, walking around the school systems, damn near getting your ass whipped. Like, uh, what? Um, especially in Baltimore. <laughs> you might not lead a school, bro. <laughs> your soul will, but joking, you won't. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and Baltimore, go ahead, go ahead over there to pop. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead over there, pop. It's not Jordan no more. My man said, your soul gonna leave. You ain't gonna be gone. <laughs> oh, man, they ain't going nowhere, bro. So, um, yeah, but uh, that that's that's something we do. Um, we've had situations, all kinds of situations, man. We work with uh, kids that feel like they uh, are suffering from or or uh, effects uh, of bullying, and we work with the bully, quote unquote, of course. Um, and and it's just so many different things, man. When when I started this organization, like people would ask me, like, yo, what's your extreme bullying story? Did you almost like commit suicide? Did you quit? Did you run away? And I'm like, nah, but yo, we all have our lives like affected by if it's not direct bullying just that peer pressure or lack of confidence or all those things and when i was able to look at my life and decisions that i really made that really affected my life because of shit like that it was enough to say yo i want to do something about it when it comes to kids so no it's not once again just that straight like bullying wrong slap on the wrist don't do that it's just all all around youth empowerment See, no, I like I, that. I, I like, I like that. that nuanced yeah. approach. That, that makes people, more sense. The people that keep coming out, like, and, and, and I don't know if you saw my post that I'm on. I'm definitely gonna get in trouble for. Uh, like the whole, because the, all right. So here we go. Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> yeah. Let's get go. into it, Brad. Here we go. That's all that positive stuff that you were speaking that everybody love you for. No, Let's get into why people don't like. Nah, but so no, I so Rush Limbaugh died. Right, right, right. The, the fat man himself. I know passed, that. Yep. Right. I, I gave no cares. I don't care that Rush Limbaugh died. I, I really don't. I never listened to the dude. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I said though is what I started noticing on Facebook was a, a friends of mine. I, I'll just say Lloyd. Lloyd put up a post. You know what I'm saying? And he was making fun of. He, like he makes fun of people when they die. So right. Kobe died, and he was like, I guess he's not gonna get uh 23 or some shit. I don't know what the fuck it was. Right. He just. Um. <laughs> Like, hey, nigga, don't make jokes about Kobe, bro. Listen, <laughs> I get it. I get oh, everybody that's on that shit. I do get right, but I saw the same people that was like, "Don't make jokes about Kobe," making jokes about Rush Limbaugh, and I am a complete freedom of speech dude, bro. You have the right to say whatever you want to say. You also have to deal with the consequences of whatever you fucking say. But right. don't don't go out here and be like, hey, cancel culture, cancel culture, cancel culture. Like, we got to cancel these people because they made a yeah. joke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then yeah. you're going to make a joke. That doesn't make that doesn't correlate to me. Yeah, absolutely. I think another thing we do, man, um, not just with the kids, but working with adults and families, too, is like, it's a difference. Like, we even had to tell kids, like, sometimes you're not being bullied. Like, that, if, 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 if somebody, if you want a piece of somebody's fruit snack and they say no, they not bullying you. They want they fruit snack. My, my guy or my girl. And there's nothing that you can do or say about it, you know. So like even with adults. So like even like, give case, me my fruit snack. Like, like, like they bullying bully me. They get, and it, it, it get worse and worse. Like yo, you like my outfit? Nah, I don't like it like that. Oh, they bully like yo, bro. Like they told you the truth, my like son. So so I say that to say that like uh, bullying is 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 uh, uh, like a power dynamic, you feel me? Like a differential, right. something you're taking advantage of. If, right. if someone has a, a, a opinion about Rush Limbaugh or anyone else, um, you know, and somebody feels like that's crass, that is what it is. But right. people got to understand what the lines are, you know that's what I mean? And, and and no way, shape, or form is, is expression in that way, bullying anyone, to be right. honest. If anything, Rush Limbaugh, uh, rest in wherever you at, you know, probably uh, <laughs> bullied uh, some people, you know, I mean, from things I've seen. And, rest and, in the sauna. And we are human beings, so we all got to get it back. 
but I'm just taking a moment since we're talking about bullying to right. say that, you know, I mean, there's plenty of black uh, radio analysts I can talk about and call them a bully. But since we're talking about the gentleman, I right. think during his tenure on radio, somebody will compare him to that of a bully sometimes. And that's, but I, I think, I think um, in our, in our art, in our art form of comedy, right? We have to be like, we have to be able to like fucking risk it. We yeah, have to. Yeah, every yeah. every last one of the funny jokes that we do is a risk, bro. Every fun like, and I and I think people don't get that shit. Like, every funny joke that you hear is a most of them are a risk, unless they like something that directly correlates with you that you understand it before we even get to the punchline. Most of that shit is a risk. You get what right. I'm saying? So if you take away my ability to do risk, if you take away my ability to do risk, if I'm a risk comic and you take away my ability to do that, you know what I'm saying? You might, you can fuck up our art. Right. Well, that's that's what I've always said, right? You get a lot of people that state, oh, well, this person jumps on the mic and thinks that they're Dave Chappelle or thinks that they're Bill Burr, yada, 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 and they're just not. And I always counter that with, well, Dave Chappelle and Bill Burr didn't develop overnight. It took time to craft their jokes and craft their art to be where they are now. So with that, with that, um, you said that you work with families and such. How much... Do you integrate that sort of uh, like finding the line and not crossing the line? How much does that integrate with your nonprofit? Um, uh, I think quite a bit. Um, just helping once again, just define like what bullying is and um, and kind of sorting through those different emotions and uh, creating barriers. Um, I think that helps a lot. Uh, you got to think like when I started this shit, I, I thought just like anything else in business, like I felt led to start it in this way. And I was like, yo, why hasn't it happened before? Like, like, mm. I, like you know what I mean? It's 2000-something, like 18. I ain't the only one. So I thought about it. And one of the things I remember telling a comedian that helps me out a lot, my, my guy Pudge, shout out Pudge Rosé. Um, we were in the car one day about to go into an elementary school. And I was like, bro, I think that it's never happened successfully because it no one's seen any lucrative opportunities in it. And it's too much eggshells. So it's mm. literally almost contradicting the art form, depending on who you're talking to, because it's like you're talking about using comedy and bullying when a lot of times people think that bullying and jokes it's all one and the same right, so um right. i i just felt I, that was something that stuck out to me i was like yo nobody really kept this shit going because it's too many eggshells yo you're going into schools and you funny as shit but you gotta watch what you say and not blah, blah, blah. so um right i think that's one of the things and and, and we we we're swinging that bat and and we're just bold enough to to put that out there and be honest and like yo this is bullying these are jokes these are the parameters and the way you you create barriers. This is cool. This is gonna happen anyway. Like even talking right. to teachers, we help. We we say we um help eliminate the, the the stigma around class clown. Like we help teachers. We go. We have teacher comedy workshops where we doing jokes, all kind of shit, geeking in front of teachers. Teachers looking at the other one before they start laughing. Like yo, can right. I laugh at this shit in here? Like you know what I mean. So just kind of reestablishing the fact that this shit is okay. Like like you know what I mean. Like, right. So yeah, that's it. But I mean, but I, 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 I'm, I'm be honest, and I know some a lot of comics hit different takes on it, right? Bullying, not okay. You are correct. It, 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 on, on stage, there's a difference between making fun of a, a, a audience member and making fun with an audience member. They they're very like very blurry lines, but you can tell when you crossed over. You get what I'm saying? Right, right, and people right, don't right. get that. It's like if you are making fun of an audience member and that audience member starts to like want to fight you. You cross their line, but if right. you're making fun of an audience member and that audience member is laughing with you, mm. that's you get what I'm saying. As long as they're not laughing awkwardly, 
You had a good line. That's not bullying. You get what I'm saying? Right, right. But I do feel like as a kid, I got bullied, right? And so being bullied helps you understand what happens in the real world. Mm. It really does because this is the kick, right? Motherfuckers that don't know you do not give a fuck about you, bro. Yeah. Like I'm just I'm being dead ass about it, right? Yeah. If they don't know you, they don't give a fuck about you. So if you go out in this world and think everybody's your mom and your dad and your aunt and your uncle or your grandma and they all care about your feelings, you are lying to yourself. Right. You get right. But as a father, I get when my daughter my daughter cries, I get why you don't want your kid crying. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When somebody's talk like you know what I'm saying, when somebody's talking about your child and it's hurting your child's soul, and you're like, no, they need to stop all bullying. I do understand the thought behind it, but it, it doesn't work like that. I, I, I think I do like the fact that you're like, hey, listen, everything is not a bully. Somebody that's overpowering right. you, taking your lunch money, trying to harm you, that's Absolutely. bullying. But right. somebody cracking jokes, it's not bullying. You're either going to get better at cracking jokes or you're going to be ready for the real world when you go yeah. to the club and niggas are like, hey, you ugly. That, yeah, and, that's, <laughs> and, and that's what I say just, just to kind of piggyback on that right quick. People act like bullying stops at school, and it doesn't. It just changes right. forms. You just go into a corporate America. You go into the military. It just changes forms. Oh, y'all military dudes bully, bro. I'm sorry, yeah. man. Yeah, and that's y'all niggas are bullies. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I agree. I was military, I mean, right? military dudes are bullies. But that's another thing too, man. Like in us, in us working with teachers, we we notice like there's no invisible line when you like 18 or you graduate that you go through. And the shit, you know, like like all those characteristics and bullying or the trauma that you might have faced in school, whether it's self-harm, bullying, whatever, that shit just doesn't disappear. So right. I think another right. thing is really drawing that attention that if every generation grows up and says, man, I dealt with that shit, it is what it is. I dealt with that shit, it is what it is. And, and so on and so forth. It needs to be some type of shift that starts in some awareness that's like, yo, maybe it is what it is. Maybe we can delve, delve into that shit just a little bit. You know what I mean? And that's what right. I feel like, Absolutely. you know, this is because it's a reason that uh, trauma levels and mental illness and <laughs> like, like it's a reason why that shit is so prevalent. And if we keep Facts. saying like, yo, I went through it. So <laughs> yeah, you should be able to deal with it. It's going to keep continuing. So once again, right. I think it does take that nuanced approach and that relatable approach because there's always people that can't relate. This kind of speaking in his ex, right? Like it's usually people that can relate that understand that it's a lot of different shit. Like, you know what I right, mean? Right. So you have people that can't relate to a lot of these schools or circumstances or you know, cities, populations, whatever that's like bullying is wrong. Don't do that. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? When right, right, right. they may not even really be in the school or understand what the fuck, like what, what, what we're talking about right now. Right. So it takes mm -hmm. us, you know what I mean? Now. A lot of those motherfuckers just being this act, if they got resources or funds or whatever shit, help empower motherfuckers that's really out here in the field. But it does take us in the field regardless of they help or not, because we the ones that can relate. We know. We know how to communicate. We know what shit look like. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. I'm happy. I'm happy you uh, I'm happy you do this, man. I really yeah, am. I, I think that's amazing. I really I, love it. I don't. I wouldn't say that I'm. Uh, I, I wouldn't. I would be able to start one like you did too. Uh, I don't know if I can do that. Um, that's not. That's not, not in my forte. Right. I'm really. I'm really good with kids, but I'm not that good. And I think that we need more people to be good at what they are good at. Right. Like and you're really good. That. Yeah, because I mean, I'm saying like you got you got little laughs. You got the other foundation that you did too. Like it's like dog. Like. But you're that type of dude. This is why we opened up the show talking about 
everybody loves Fred, unless except the people that you randomly met that are probably not doing anything anymore. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, like everybody loves because you're that I think you need that as a as a uh nonprofit. You need that person that people like to be out there. Cause if you're an asshole, they don't give a fuck about your cause. Fuck you and your assholeness. Yo, and I, asshole, I so and, and I appreciate you, bro. I always say that, man. I appreciate you even having me in mind every every time we link the energy exchange, yo. But what you just said is just is just key, and that's what people need to understand. The self-awareness to say, yo. I got this interest so I can see this, but I I, I can't see myself doing that so right. I can scale it and I can do this. Now, when you press go on that, boom, that's all the fuck you were supposed to do in the first place. You know what I right. mean? And a lot of people get caught up because they like, yo, I can't, I'm not going to found a nonprofit, so I'm just supposed to not do shit. When it's like, bro, you're supposed to do what you're supposed to do. And, but right. you find that out by also accepting what you're not supposed to do. <laughs> that's real shit but you're not even gonna start that shit if you don't even acknowledge that you got an interest in doing fucking something in the first place you get what i'm saying so right. yeah. people if people yo it's so many people bro in so many different communities it's like yo we needed this we ain't had of this i've never seen of this if we just had of this and it's like yo every time you do that you undermining yourself like who are you are you not are you not a human being? Like, what the fuck are you saying about you, Doug? Like, I don't even like when people say that shit to me. Hey, yeah, if we had this, if we had this, then this would be this. Yeah. Like, okay, then do it. What? And if, if you're not doing that, then what are you doing? Because that same energy of finding what you're supposed to do will help. If everybody was using that energy, motherfuckers would know what the fuck they're supposed to be doing. Right. Well, I can, I can tell that you're really passionate about this, and I, I appreciate, one, your vibes in general, Fred. Uh, this is my first time actually meeting you, so I appreciate your vibes. I appreciate your passion. My question right back, would bro. be, I appreciate that. My question would be, what do you think fuels the, the learning process between your nonprofit and your comedy and back and forth? Like, what's what's the lessons learned that you can kind of volley back and forth to be like, oh, okay, I can take this to the foundation, and the foundation can right. take this to the comedy? Yeah, I think just general experiences. Um, we talk all the time about like comedy, kind of like or like that formula for laughter, like that relatability plus irony thing. And that's mm -hmm. just like what life is, and, and like what my life is, especially. So I'm always bouncing. Like we just came back from Cleveland, um, doing comedy, and 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 I was at Cherry Hill today, you know, in the hood with all kids at um at the program we do down there. That's one of the ones we still do in person right now. Um, social distance, of course, but um. And I was just kicking it to him, like telling him certain shit, you know what I mean? And uh, it's just dope because <laughs> then I tell them all the time, like even the stuff they learn and yo, like they don't even know. Like today we talking about premises and, 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 and bits and subjects and shit. And they don't even know that that's philosophy. Like that's college level mm -hmm. philosophy. Mm -hmm. And they, they like in down they, in South Baltimore, Cherry Hill and middle school, you know what I mean? So it's just all dope. So like from creative writing to the expression like everybody's scared to talk you know what i mean they say that's like the number one fear in the fucking uh country world whatever so introducing kids to introducing a art form and comedy you know a comedy infused program to kids where they can do creative writing or they can they can even identify what goes into creative writing um improv uh get in front of a camera all that shit man it's just dope and they and, and half of them don't even know that that's what they they don't i gotta <laughs> imagine the just the the communication skills they get from that has to be something that sets them well above their peers if nothing else which i think there's a lot there i mean with the philosophy the thinking that comes along with that right. but just being able to communicate especially in today's society has to be key 
Yeah, I, I think so, bro. I, I agree with you. I'm wholeheartedly and and I see it. Um, I definitely see it. Shout out Big Last uh 2021. That's Friday. Then the brunch is Sunday. So y'all come out. All adults, kids can't come, tell your parents come. Um, <laughs> that's how I wanted to put that joint on. I said, Hey, we were talking about these kids for 20 something minutes. Right, let's right, right, the, right. Let's get yo, to let's get to I'm the room. More and more, bro. I can't even stunt you. Eddie, yo, that's something I'm learning more and more. Like when it comes to the comedy, yo, like these hats sometimes i be getting caught up like i be having an executive director hat on and, and <laughs> but when i when i when i'm in this comedy shit when i hit that stage bro that shit got you go all the way fuck off in the river like it gotta right, go right, right, right. and and i gotta consistently <laughs> tell my, that's why i don't mind saying it on 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 wax because i have to consistently remind myself of that because when parents may be the greatest parents in the world, but when they come to comedy shows, they don't love their kids no more. Like the two hours that they in that room, they don't love their kids. They're not thinking about their kids. They ain't trying to hear no good news about their kids or no kids for that. Right. So it's like, I be having to really tell myself like, yo, remind yourself when you go up there, this is the getaway. Like the last thing you need. To mm. And for a minute, I would be so excited to get on stage and talk about, you know, little last experiences that I thought was funny and this, this and that. And even though it's cool and it's funny, it's like, Right. Uh, no, cut the cut up, nigga. Like that. Yeah, you, gotta <laughs> you gotta save that for the clean show, bro. I, right. I said that to somebody else, like, and this is one of this is one of my arguments against for me doing a lot of clean comedy. I can do it, and I will do it, but I don't like I don't like hindering myself yeah. to do it. Stop and what I mean right. by that is, right. I like I like to talk like. Uh, I'm off stage when I'm on stage and on stage like I'm off stage. I don't like going and I don't like trying to change it back and forth. You know what I'm saying? So I right. try to make sure that everything that I do is done in the same round. Like it all stays in the same round. So that way I can always stay the same person. What I like what I'm scared of is or not scared of. Do, do you run into the situation of um parents coming out to your shows? Mm. And like expecting Big Fred from the from the fundraiser or from the uh, from the nonprofit as Big Fred. <laughs> I know I did. Say, I did kind of. No, I'm laughing because that's all real shit. That's why I'm laughing. Oh, for real? I thought you guys were Look at this a nonprofit. There ain't no goddamn fundraiser. No, 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 no. You need a fundraiser. You need a lot of fundraisers <laughs> to have a nonprofit. Yeah. But nah, yeah. So do people come out to the shows and they be like, "Oh, that's not Mr. Fred that we met at the at the nonprofit." Yeah, like, all right. So that's <laughs> so that's been something that I've been going um that I've been going through uh, I've been going through recently actually not necessarily like with parents coming out the shows but just 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 keeping everything consistent I'm still a young man you know what I mean and and, and it's not my fault that so many people wait till they fifty to start giving back or 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 want to put their hand back in the community so I'm still growing up I'm still I'm still a young black single entrepreneur dude from the streets <laughs> like, yeah, from the I call, don't, don't act like don't act like i didn't catch it you just put that single in there I, yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> just in case, I don't know who are all who on i don't even know who comes I'm, sure I'm sure some ladies on here you know especially the bad ones bad ones don't comment like that they just watch, oh, they watch. You know, I'm just, I'm but um think about he's funny and he's sweet Ooh. and he's sweet but, uh, <laughs> but no, so 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 yo i've been going back and forth with that all the time like even from my language like you know i, I had vices i you know different things and and, and with social media yo, you really do have to watch it so you know i i but then our art form is really just best when we can just genuinely be ourselves. So I, I real time, just kicking it to y'all. That is something that I'm going through right now. And um, I've never had a parent, but I tell you something funny. Um, I was a part of a, <laughs> I was a part of like a grant situation um in Baltimore 
where um, I was one of like 25 people to allocate funds to uh, nonprofits that had applied for it, right? Nice. So, um, and it was dope. I was able to empower some people that I, I knew, I kind of knew about their work. Like, it, it was real nice, great opportunity. But the executive director of that, um, she was she young woman, uh, probably like a couple years older than me, early mid thirties. But she she dope. She definitely a boss. One right. day I was performing at this room, like this Wednesday night room, bro, and I was talking some big shit. Like I I was in my bag, and I looked up, <laughs> and she was right in oh, the front, bro. No. Like she was right in the front, and 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 I'm like, you know, I'm. Whew. I'm like, so when I say that, even naturally, I think I took a step down, but right. I, was, I started fighting myself, like, no, nah, fuck it. So I finished the show. I didn't get the holler at her, but I, I definitely was paying attention to if she was laughing or not, right? So right. she was laughing. So two days later, it's this big organization that, you know, I'm, a, I'm a, my organization has, has, has been funded by. It's, it's a global organization. And, um, Bro, I get on the email and she is just named the executive director of the whole <laughs> shit for the Baltimore chat. <laughs> I think you just did all that shit on front of her. I was like, yo, bro. I was, and the shit that I was talking about, I was just talking big shit. I was talking all kind of shit. I had the shit I ain't never even went through in my life. I was doing some Jay-Z in my lifetime. I was talking about other, other people's shit. Like, <laughs> was, oh, man, it was bad, bro. But, um. Yeah, that's so. That's my story. When no parents, like parents, they they be dragging. They be like, "Hell yeah, I'm glad you do be." Yeah, yeah. So now I don't gotta stunt in front of you like I'm really a good parent. They they like they be feeling good about. But Shorty and she, yeah, that was bad, bro. Bro, I think the worst joint I ever had was the DC Comedy Festival. Uh, I show I show up to the show. I go to set up the show. Uh, when I set up the show, I'm freaking. <laughs> I'm hosting. I go out on stage. I got DJ Dragon, right? Shout out DJ Dragon. Yeah. DJing. I go out on stage and I start going, right? And I'm running, right? I see my bro walking. I'm like, yo. So then I got a joke with my bro in the drink. So I'm like, oh, I don't put my bro in. And then I hear, mm-hmm. And I look down to my right. It's my aunt. Mm. My aunt have been there the entire time. And I was like, ah. So this bitch, right? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> That's the only way to do it. I'm going, son. I had no choice. I was already in it. Like, no. I was going to get on the joke. I was like, ah. You're already in the pit. Might as well dive in. My last. Dude, I, you just got to you gotta go with the drink sometimes. But like, like that drink, like, <laughs> I, that was when I was one of the main reasons why I say, dog, I just keep it the same. The only people I don't really curse in front of is my father and my mom. And now the joint it now because of the comedy it slips sometimes, right? Whereas my mom won't watch the podcast because she'd be like, "Yo, you curse too much," and I'm like, "It's my podcast in my house that I pay rent at." Like you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's, it's mine. So, but in, in her house, I, sh I you know this mother, you know, you know. yo, I made that face. <laughs> I, I made that face. <laughs> I was about I made, to, you know. <laughs> I made that face because I just, you just helped me remember that my mother could definitely be watching <laughs> right now. And I know I've been saying somewhere, Ma, Ma, Ma. Thank so you. about this, this, this nonprofit. Ma, Ma, this is my friend Eddie and my friend Terrence Gaywith. 
I was with Fred and Terrence and all you motherfuckers need to chill out. <laughs> no, because that's when you get that. Oh, if Eddie and Terrence jumped off a bridge, would you jump right. too? <laughs> oh, bro. Oh, bro. See, but this is a kicker. My mom and my father were like the aunts and uncles of the neighborhood, right? So it was like, and they were like, they passed us. So that and that oh it makes it oh yeah 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 it you, makes it so much worse. You was on the youth choir. You Bru- had to be was I? No need, but I about to say all right. Bet, bet, was bet. I? Yeah. Was yeah. I? Bro, I soprano. Can, hold on, hold on. I can still sing when I want to. Soprano. You know, I can still, I can still blow them. I can still get the pipe going. Yeah, I like that, bro. I know you can, yo. You sound like you sound like. <laughs> but not yet. But my father, my father's a pastor. My mom, my mom was a, a minister. My mom was a uh, was a singer. Like my whole family full wow. of singing. Yeah. So we grew up, grew up in the church. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So then it was like, hey, I don't, uh, you know, I want to be a comic. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's like, oh, so you're going to be a Christian comic? <laughs> nah, I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> hey, yo, I got my, my, my church. I, ain't gonna do I, that. I started going back to church in um probably like 2017. I started okay. going back to church, right? And uh, shout the mix. That's my church. And uh, they asked me to perform. I had I performed at like some like a uh, guest VIP thing, which was cool. Killed it. Right. Like, a lot of a lot of freestyle improv, whatever. But they then asked me to perform at a church service. This was like last year. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> with the pastor came through like the middle of the week. Like it was a big deal because it was like, boy, you about to be up there for a couple hundred people. And I, I remember I did my set, and it was cool. And it was like some extra time. And I started flowing into a joke. And then somehow Ooh. I look up and I'm too, I'm like 30 seconds into a bit about being in the club drunk uh, and, uh, <laughs> and, and try and save money. So I let the ice melt to give me another drink. And I'm like, oh, wait, like, bro, I don't even know what happened. But it was like, church comedy, church comedy, ha ha ha, church comedy, everybody love the Lord. And then I look up and I'm like, yeah, and I get the stumbling. But what made me wake up to the fact that I'm talking about that shit was the fact that everybody was laughing. Like, everybody was laughing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Oh, all right, let me go ahead and wrap this bitch up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Eddie said, Eddie said the N word and retarded on the last clean show. I did, clean show. I did. No, 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 no. I didn't. Hold on, hold on. Pause. I, I, I didn't say the N word. I said, you basic. I, I said a word that sounds like the N word, but it's not the N word because it doesn't even mean the N word. Hey, you, you said it. And you and said I retarded. Because like, <laughs> I was already in, just like you, I was already in a joke before I realized, oh, I can't do this joke here. That's, that's <laughs> bro, and y'all just pray for me as we move forward since, <laughs> since we talk about church because I'm gonna keep doing uh just fundraisers and, and clean shows and all kind of stuff. So are you and doing a lot of clean shows? Not a lot, but um when I like get paid to not get paid, when I get booked to host a when I get booked to host a um you know different fundraisers or right. uh, we do the, the, the virtual workshops and stuff like that. Like I use material here and there and, and just different stuff like that. So you just always want to stay, you know, within the rights. But um Michelle is someone that I need to study more that I love dearly. Please. Um because one thing that I've said about her, even before doing clean comedy was a priority for me. Yeah. When I started seeing her, I was like, yo. I had to find out that she went cussing, like on the back end. But she's not; she she just doesn't curse on stage. Like That's you, you, you I, 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 
I don't care what you talk about. If you ain't cursing, that's clean. Because because <laughs> if you're talking about because we all relate to anything. So right, 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 right. If you're talking about anything and you just aren't cursing or saying those kind of crass words, then it's clean right. shit. I was gonna say most of the time that's they find that way to get right to that line just close enough and Not then gross. jump away you gotta, from you it. You gotta watch Michelle, bro. Michelle, no, was, she don't even touch the line, bro. The shit, it just, she just be talking about stuff that's just hilariously funny, bro. Yeah, like she, she's just funny, and she you know do, she does her I, one thing I did notice, like she does her inflections well to like yes. take away from mm. um, the words. So like she she real quick to put a hard. You know, you know, more like you know what I mean? Cause she like, yo, if I'm not cousin, I'm gonna give it to you this way. So she say that. What's the name? Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, like she know you know where the curse word should be at, but she Facts. just then, that's what I'm saying. she opened mm. the like, You listen to her and you like, you know how like you follow along with somebody and they say a word like second, second, like right. you be like fuck. She be like, eh. like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah. And so I, I definitely need to study her more because um, the irony is, yo, and I talked to my mom about this, bro. Like I'm just. One of the legacies I want to leave is that yo, you can be yourself. You know what I mean? Like mm. I'm, 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 I'm different things. You know what I mean? And 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 once again, we don't have to like compartmentalize ourselves. Like we don't have to say, "Yo, I'm an entrepreneur, so I'm not gonna be in the hood." You know, giving back, or or I want to give back, so I can't like money or something. Like all kind of stuff. Like we supposed to do it all. So and that goes into my language, bro. Like I'm all all out here, big positive, big energy. You know what I mean? But but. <laughs> like you know, right. I don't have too much of a filter, so th the world that can't accept that yet. So like I was talking to my mom, like my I could care less what the world accept or not, but she was more so doing what mom's supposed to do. Well, right. Fred, you know, you don't want it. So just you know, I'm just trying to navigate, you know, in between. But actions always going to take presence to anything, bro. So somebody got foul mouth, but you see them changing the lives of young people are every day. Wholeheartedly <laughs> what the fuck agree. You gonna, like, like <laughs> wholeheartedly agree. No, I, I say dickhead. I, I, I like I say dickhead. I, that's just what I say. So it's like it's hard for me to just be like cut it off and be like like I've literally I'm telling you I've done it from my mom. Like yo, this dickhead. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just gotta apologize in front of my mom, but in front of everybody else. My mama grinds. Like uh, other than that, eh, this dickhead. <laughs> yeah, you know, it did. It did hurt my feelings, bro. And the only time that it has happened, only time it, it ever will, because it's the only person that can do it. Uh, at the my birthday show at Soundstage, uh, or like nineteen or something like that, two thousand nineteen. She, uh, my mom called me the next day and said it was a good show. I had a good time. She said, but I think that might be one of my last, um, you know, shows coming to you in person. Wow. And I was like. Huh? Why? Wow. She was like, "Well, you know, it's just you know the language, and, and you, I be dragging like me, like how you say with your aunt when my mom and I'm in the crowd. I don't even because if I ever let myself care, it would take too much precedence. So I'm just, I never have once got him care. Be honest right? with you, I've been lucky. My mom has been to one show. It was the first year I started doing comedy, and I was like, my parents here, I can't curse, bitch, fuck, shit, dick, the bow, bow, bow. I went through the whole list. My parents have never seen me perform again. Right, right, right. So, uh, uh, listen, now, at first, for the first five years, they didn't even come to shows, right? Now, then I started doing bigger shows. When I started doing bigger shows, they don't realize that they only come to the shows that I run. So they never come to a show that I'm performing on. So I just don't perform. Like, you're not about to catch me, son. <laughs> Why you catch me slipping out this bitch, nigga? Yeah. That caught me. I was like, mom, for real? 
She was like, yeah. And then I had, oh, geez, I had Paris Sashay. That's my baby. Shout out to Paris. That's my sister. I had Paris on. You know, Paris say whatever the hell she want. And then, right, yeah. and then, um, uh, who else? Uh, uh, my man from Philly. I had Buck Wild. And I don't know. <laughs> his, his name, hey, yo, bro. I had Buck his Wild. His name, bro. I had Buck Wild, bro. And, 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 and then me. And then I had me. And then I had Buck. I was just bad, bro. So my, it was an amazing show, though. It was an amazing show. But um, as far as, like, just the, the level of just. <sighs> the tomfoolery. What is the biggest challenges that you deal with in promoting shows? Because, you, like I said, like, you do good amount you do a decent amount of shows i mean you had the last time me and you talked you had slowed down a little bit but your shows do attract a large amount of people so what is what would you say is the most difficult part about putting on shows well number one i will say yo as much as much um like like positive feedback i've ever got for doing shows i never can can like fully receive it because i always tip my hat to everybody to do the shit consistently so like what? I've had annual shows and I've always gave credit to people to do weekly worms and shit, like monthly worms and stuff like that. Um, we starting with the brunch next week. Um, that's starting a monthly brunch series. So that'd be my first time ever having a worm. And I'm telling you, it's going up because there's so many yeah. comics. Like it's so many comics and people in a, they just they've been waiting for me to have a room. So like right. it's it's up, bro. Eddie, you too, bro. So many people I've been wanting to book and, and, and shit, but I'm like, you only have a show once a year. You can't book, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. um, I'm excited. But now that I said that, bro, I think one of the the biggest challenges is probably for me delegating sometimes, and that's not everyone's problem. So I'd be oh, that's, little, no I, I, that's great. That's because you, yeah, we 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 vibing that way. Yeah. But I'll say something a little bit more general to everyone else with um is just the target, like the target audience when you market and when you promote, like depending on where you at in your uh in your in your journey, like producing events and shit like that, people automatically start off thinking like all right bet i got my family and friends they that no right. they cuff and you'll come to learn really soon that they, they oftentimes they may be the furthest away you know as far as from a guarantee of uh, of an actual ticket sale so um and notice i said ticket sale because they could definitely be one of the first in line to attend but to mm. actually buy a ticket you know what i mean without you having or whatever oftentimes you won't learn that they they probably at the bottom of the list so i would say more general just that i think that's probably one of the one of the biggest hurdles originally just like damn well i thought i could do this i envisioned a hundred people in here out of yeah. that 180 of them was people i know now the 80 people that i thought was going to come i don't know where the hell they at so, yeah. but but it seems like it's 200 people that i don't know that might be interested if i holler at them and, right. and dance around and fuck with them a little bit and that and that's when it starts to teach you like to appreciate the 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 relationships you build like kind of authentically um and that's that's how it's been for me over the years it's been people that have been close to me bro i'm talking about family friends that doubted my ability to have successful shows and still yeah. come because they feel that obligation but then us positively pleasantly surprised like yo this motherfucker sold this bitch like how, i remember we sold mcgoovies out bro we sold mcgoovies out. we did like 403 people and 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 I remember having so many close friends and family, be honest with you, that didn't necessarily help uh, too much or promote that right. probably already scaled what it was going to be. Like, yo, right. go to Fred, shit, it probably And was looking around like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> like, no, ain't that the greatest, ain't that the greatest, most shitty feeling ever, though? That's just like, that's, it's a good feeling. You want that corner? 
But that's, that's that that's that common misconception I think we all have as comics early on is this is my friends and family. They're going to support right. and they do support. But like you said, Fred, the key point is there is the support is very different from ticket sales. Yeah, very different. Different. Even 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 the the, the endearment, like like you yeah. get so many like. Yo, why you ain't saying like how you said it, bro? Like that, <laughs> like, uh, like, like you just get a hope. So it's like in their mind, and that's another thing. Like with little Ash, we learned like communication break, breakdowns and just different things, intentions, and just the difference. Because you had people that still goes in the basket of someone trying to motivate or something. Mm -hmm. They just doing it one hundred percent wrong. <laughs> like, like you feel me? Um, so, so just mm -hmm. like you said, this is space for the people, family, and friends put themselves in. But oftentimes, it's not beneficial to us at all man and that's rather selfish for real for real so i don't i don't even promote and i, I had to explain this to i forgot who i was talking to about it i don't promote I, I was i was actually a friend a friend of mine was like yeah eddie you'll never invite us to shows and i'm like yeah i do this is the kicker after a while of inviting you to shows and asking you to come to shows i started realizing i can't rely on you to come to shows so right. i learned to promote my shit to people that I don't know and have them come to shows. Most of my show sellouts, I don't know more than half the people in the room, bro. Man, I, I'd say more than 10% of the people in the room. It's beautiful, bro. You know well, what I'm saying? Because I, I don't... Well, no, no. Like, I'll mix and mingle with a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? I'll talk to every... I try to talk to every guest that comes in my in one of my shows. That's not a joke. Like, I'll push off comedies and like, listen, if you gotta go, you gotta go. But we can talk once all these people leave. Because I need to go. Hey, thank you so much for coming out to the show. I really appreciate it. They're gonna say it was a good show. Thank you so much. This is all I want. Like I, I try to do that with the audience, but I don't know them niggas by name. You get what I'm saying? Like, but that, like that's the showmanship of this thing. But with family, it's like it's hard for me to promote to you guys because if you don't show up, it hurts that much more. Well, like, I had a. For my beginning shows, every time I used to have family be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be at your show. Oh, I'm going to be at your show. Oh, I'm going to be at your show. And them niggas didn't show up. I was like, yo, you got to be shitting me, bro. Family, family, family. You, you got to forgive family for that, though, right? And, and the friends, because you have to understand it, one. And then, two, I think they also get a little bit of that proximity bias in that I'll catch the next show. And they really believe they'll catch the next one. But that yeah. next one bleeds away. And then the next one bleeds away. Right, right, but they're not your target audience. But, see, but that's why I love my, and I'll be honest. The reason why I always shout out my aunts, right? My aunts don't tell me when they come to my shows, right? So right. my aunts, will, swear to God, so my aunts will see a show that I have a show on, like the Broken Diamond page or the DC Comedy Festival page, and they'll buy a ticket and just show up to the show. They don't tell me that they come into the show. You right. know what I'm saying? That's why I have the most love for them. But a lot of my family has never been. In, I've told them, "Thought I got Dupont Underground. I got." I got the joint at Union stage that's right next door to my uncle's place, right? Like I've told multiple, and some of my family, like my uncle, is real with me. Yeah, I can't make that one up for you. I can't make that one up for you. I can't. But every blue moon, I catch somebody to be like, "Oh, I'm gonna be there." I'm like, "Yeah, son, my cousin's coming through." You know what I'm saying? My, you know, my dog's coming through. Everybody go meet. Hey, where you at? Oh, I forgot all about that joint, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then and another that thing though. Another thing that I even just did to an extent that I think all of us get caught up in doing, 
like even with the majority of what I'm talking about, shout out to the couple cousins that, that definitely, like you said mm -hmm. about your aunts, you know, will pull up sometimes or or just some of my cousin brothers that, you know, was always there. Some of the ones that always come to the birthday shows because sometimes you get and that's and that's not just with family. That's just with overall. Like people talk about it often, like you'll get so caught up with the lack that you won't focus on the people that's actually there and the audience mm -hmm. that you're actually building. So I, anytime we can correct ourselves real time, that's the best way to put something out there. So I had to just check myself real quick. What you got going on with comedy? Uh, comedy hype. Are you still working over there, or you like fell back a little bit? No, nah, um, just kind of. I wouldn't even call it a fall back, man. They 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 so dope, yo. As far as just um, you know, and you know Eddie, you know John and them, yo. They they dope as far as um, just creating a space like and right. actually doing it. So like, you to swing and miss, you still gotta like swing something. Right. And in that technical space and the way they doing it and who their competitors are and them being one of the only black type of um publications, right. all their swings are legit. So they be finding real comics to interview, putting real like things together and they just trying right. to make shit work. So without all that rambling <laughs> to right. say that um I don't work. I haven't been working with them as much because what I was doing was a part of something that they used to do, and they haven't right. been doing it as much. They've been more so kind of on the spot with interviews of comics. Um, just different things where you use they're utilizing actual journalists, like like yeah. young black yeah. journalists and people that um are in that field specifically. So now I can't wait. For, uh, hopefully, you get back out there, man. Like, cause like I said, everybody loves you, Fred. This is this is this is this is. I told. I think I told Rashawn. I said. I think Fred is my uh my bro chip cut uh like what is that shit my uh damn hey, not, not bro man uh, uh friendship man <laughs> like the bro friendship man dog because it's like dog, I was like yo it's, I'm gonna get Fred to be my best friend one day dog I'm telling you son me and Fred will be best friend bro I don't because I don't have the power I'm being real with you Fred I I wish I wish I had the power that you I seen people try to fake you to make other people like them. Wow, which that's is that's that's like it's a, I'm trying to give you. Hey, your that's power, a compliment, bro. I never knew. I'm trying to give you. That's a brother. Trying to give you flowers, guy. Like how you walk around? Like when you come I to the motor house, watch the next time you go to the motor house. I just want you to sit. I want you to put a camera in your little shirt, right? <laughs> I want you to put a camera in your shirt, right? And then I want you to push record and walk up and say, "Hey," and watch how everybody. Leaves whatever they doing is like friends here. Oh my god, Fred! <laughs> wow. oh, Ain't nothing I'm, wrong I'm, with I'm, that, Fred. Oh man, yo, <laughs> Rashawn Geekin. Um, yo, look, man, like it's the God in this man for real, for real, bro. It's like, and that's once again, yo. Um, if if we are allowed to think that. I want to say this the right way, but at the same time, I'm not going to because we on the podcast. But if, if we all were made to think that, like, people that have relationships with God or, or just positive people. No, nah, it's not. Fuck positive. People that have relationships with God or or just look, um, you know, to, to God in that way. Uh, if we were to think that people like that are just somewhere or a certain type of person and they and, and then that, that would just eliminate us from feeling like we can become that type of person. You know what I mean? Cause Eddie, like perfect example, you know, Terrence, like, like we ain't, say you say just speaking on church specifically, you're like, I, I ain't right. a church person. So do that mean that you can't put light and love out there? Like, you get what I'm saying? Right. And a lot Thanks. of times when people try to compartmentalize themselves, like we said earlier, you'll feel like that. Like, well, damn, I can't, I can't, 
I got, I know I got this aspect in me, but I can't tap in because mm -hmm. I, because I cuss. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Right. Or cause, like, or cause, cause I do this or that. And it's like, nah, bro, we are powerful. And, and those things exist, you know, mentally to have us try to hold some of our power back from ourselves. So, you know, Lord willing, what you see from me, bro, as we move forward is someone that, um, you know, just built or lifted as I climbed and it still got there, you know? So, when I go to school, Joe, it used to really get to me when kids were like, they they rock with me too. Like they rock with me, rock with the program, but then they see my phone on the back end and see me like really look at it. Cause they like look through it and they'd be like, hold mm -hmm. on, you know, you did. And they always ask, they used to ask me this question so much. You used to always get to me. Cause they'd be like, hold on, yo, you dope. Like you, you really doing stuff. And they'd be like, yo, why are you here? Because in, in their, in their wow. compartment, like anybody that's like mm. great or good or doing they it, won't come back. is never supposed to be there. Yeah. And, and and yo, I would hear that so much in the beginning. It drove me so much to like stay. And I'm just working hard, wearing wearing multiple hats to try to show that yo, you don't have to say like, yo, I'm pursuing this, so I'm absolutely gonna be cut from this. Like, right. how much more? Like, because people that's famous, yo, right now can come to some of these schools. And we've been at this for a couple of years now, where some of these people that's famous can come to these schools, and it'd be dope and it'd be amazing. But some of these kids would really be convicted. Like, well. I, these my guys though like 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 yeah. if you don't like you my man but like but, but like, these yeah like, they know the difference now so it's like why not That's beautiful find a way to be who you are but still locally or wherever you came from still had them guys like oh my that's 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 joke you know what i mean right so right, like, right right even some of the dudes the trap and some of the dudes in my bottom didn't really have any as far as like big like rappers or just but but certain dudes that you know still come back around the way, different ball players, different stuff like that come back mm -hmm. around the way. It's 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 limited as far as the um the examples we using, but that that does something for people. Like, oh yo, he still come around, he be hooping. Like right. you know how right. many ball players still come out of Baltimore at higher levels? You know how yes. much it is a lifestyle for all them NBA players oh, to come yeah. back to Baltimore and bring their friends? <laughs> like, like, like so so that is it's not a coincidence. So so that's something that we all gotta do too, man, on every level. Yo, Fred, thank you so much for jump coming on, bro, bro. Where can, really people find you? Me, yo. where can the people wild, find you? Where can the people find you, big friend? Days, Tell everybody where they can find you. Yo, um, y'all can uh, find me, follow me on uh, everywhere. Big Fred Comedy, Big Fred Comedy. Check the website out, bigfredcomedy.com. I got two dope shows for my birthday, man. Next week, it's a, a Friday night at Lafonte Blue and Glen Burnie, mm. uh, Big Last Two K Twenty One, and then we got the brunch. We doing like Rock Nation style, get big icy, wear some pretty colors, uh, uh some floral, some <laughs> Sunday. Nice, <laughs> yo, y'all can go to the brunch. I mean, both if y'all can come to both shows, that'd be dope. The the brunch, the food, Joe, is going to be amazing. And um, yeah, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to make. I'm gonna try. I thought the I thought the 2K21 drink was on Saturday. Okay, but I, I got to work on Friday. My, that's my daughter's birthday. On oh, which uh, one? What day? No, the 27th. My daughter's oh, birthday. Oh wow! Right in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, so I couldn't. So I got. I'm, I'm. I'm with my. I'm with my little one on uh next week. But uh, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna. Try, I was gonna try to hit the Friday joint. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it right now. Okay. But okay. Either way, I'm gonna try to hit that. I'm gonna try to come on Saturday. I mean, it's Sunday, yeah, Sunday, yo. Sunday. If yo. I can't make it on Friday, I'm gonna definitely try to be there on Sunday. And, and one thing y'all can look out for us doing. I wanted to do it the 27th, man, but I just got a little caught up with the shows. Um, in Baltimore, they are gonna st slowly start opening back up schools in March. So you know, um, uh, just with uh. With the, the conditions and shit, um, we missed out the opportunity to have like back to school drives and stuff like that mm -hmm. at, at, at the usual kind of rate. So um, one thing I wanted to do was get with some people and and uh, have like a back to school uh drive, like a refuel, because these kids about to be sent to 
to, to schools with with, with uh, limited supplies. So yeah, that's something y'all can look out for, man. I'm definitely gonna be coming to y'all. You know, just ha asking y'all to spread the word. I definitely will, bro. No, turns I don't turn at you as well. I mean, yep. people gonna be shipping shit from Omaha, but yeah, it might be frozen. But it'll get hit. <laughs> whatever y'all trying to do, man. Whatever y'all trying to do. And y'all too out there follow last. We do the Zoom workshops, the teacher workshops. We do corporate shit too. And it helps the um the organization. So like even like morale trainings and stuff like that. Um for mm. your corporate teams. Uh and we'll be getting into that space more. So I think the nonprofit opening up that lane, Ed and Terrence. And I always said this one last thing, yo, like I always reference somebody like Kevin Hart. And I always said that I picture him um finding out about some of the things we doing and being like damn like yo i did all this shit and one of the one things i ain't do is just like <laughs> like you know what no, I mean? do, so, a do a do a non-profit yeah so what we doing corporately yo that the same thing morale trainings and um and stuff like that so y'all y'all got friends in that space um they got budgets man tell them how at it Hell no yeah. problem ladies and gentlemen we out here getting some trouble out here yo yeah this overtime too man much love y'all <laughs> hey ain't shit ain't shit yo. that's why i'm mad with it